Welcome to a place where you don't have to be perfect, but you're going to mess up. Everybody messes up and that's mm -hmm. okay. And there's grace for you too, even as a believer in Christ. A place where we talk about the Word of God. So no matter what Eve did in that moment, she still has the authority from God to crush Satan. Where we'll talk about real life and have fun doing it. Kristen, you need nourishment to <laughs> take care of him. <gasps> um, <to> take that <laughs> back. Uncrustables <laughs> is part of my, my food pyramid. So welcome to the Upcycle Christian Podcast. We're glad you're here. Hey everybody, it's Heather. And Andy. And welcome back to another installment of A Spirit Snack. Love that you coined that for us. Yeah, I called dibs on that one. That was my idea. I'm very proud of you for that. That was very witty thinking. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And it fits perfectly because this little installment goes along perfect with the title. And we are actually going to be talking about being spiritually fed this oh, week. Hope you are hungry today. Hope you are hungry. Hope you're wearing some shoes because we might just step on some toes here. I don't mean to, but I feel I feel like you have to have your toes stepped on once in a while. Like, do you know what I mean? I feel like... I love those sermons when the pastor's like, I hope you all wore your steel toe boots today. I just... But I think that's good. Or curl those toes in. If your pastor is not giving you some sort of pucker factor... Then, I'm pretty sure there's a, there a lot of better words to use than that, but yeah. You know what I mean, though? Like, if you're not feeling a little bit uncomfy or, like, convicted, then, like, come on now. Because we need that to grow. Like, you have to go through that. It's like a check yourself before you wreck yourself sermon. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I appreciate that because there's been a lot of times where pastor has said something and it's made me, like, wait, wait. Like, is Jesus telling him about me? Um, like, for real. And it's almost like they're, like, staring at you. And I'm like, don't look this way. Don't look this way. <laughs> but. Start but ducking under the pew. It's good and it's important because that is what, um, you know, fuels spiritual growth. Is what we go through and what we are personally convicted on and things. It'll show us areas of our hearts and our spirit that we need to change. And change is good. Especially yeah. when it's. In a positive direction. Yeah, for the better. Yeah. And so, with that being said, um, you know, I just want to kind of start this out with, it is so important to be fed spiritually. And you have to do that for you. Right? And I think a lot of times we have people that walk into a church or whatnot and they sit down on Sunday they open up their Bibles or they're on their Bible app or they're taking notes and listening to what pastor's saying and then that's good gone and great thank you pastor thank you for everything you do awesome worship um, awesome message we'll see you next week and then Monday through Friday Monday through Saturday it's their regular lives work all that kind of stuff as normal and then they come back on Sunday to rinse and repeat, you know? Yeah, no, it gives a whole new meaning to come hungry for the Lord. It's like, yeah, I haven't eaten since last week. <laughs> if you only ate once a week, what would yeah. happen to you? Listen, that Sunday buffet is always nice, okay? There's a, okay, ain't, so... Ain't gonna name any denominations, but they're famous for it. They love them buffets on Sundays, but it ain't gonna last you all week. All right, so you go to Golden Corral on Sunday. You eat a Golden Corral. I don't know about anybody else, but if I go to a buffet... 
I have like a love-hate relationship with buffets. I absolutely love being there. I love trying all the different things. But I can't stand that two hours later, I'm going to be hungry again and I'm going to have no leftovers. Because you don't get like a to-go box or anything like that. At least if I go to a regular restaurant, I can get a to-go box. And two hours later when I'm hungry again, I'll sit in my stretchy pants and eat it. One of the very, like, couple times that you ever think ahead is when it comes to food. Like, like you know what? I'm going to eat this, and um, I'm only going to eat part of it. And I'm going to fill up on the soup and salad, and then I'm going to eat my dinner later for dinner. Yeah. So, you go to the buffet, right? Yeah. You go to Golden Corral. You eat. Is that meal going to last you all week? No. No. Yeah. You would get hungry. Then you would get, if you're me, hangry. And then you would get stomach cramps and things would start going wrong and you'd, you'd just, you'd starve yourself throughout the week waiting to get to that Sunday. So if that's the case with our regular food, why are we doing that spiritually? Like, I, I'm trying to, you know, understand a concept where, like, we can go six days without Jesus, without cracking open our Bible, without digging into the word and like that's supposed to sustain you i mean you can spiritually starve and you just your faith just slowly withers away same as if same as if you're not eating absolutely and i mean it's important to you know realize that this is being told to us like the bible contains literally everything that we need it's like your food pyramid of spirituality right fruits of the spirit you're supposed to eat the fruits of spirit all week yeah okay but i was trying to like you know what i mean yeah no sorry i was trying to mix food there well there might not be people who understand what the fruits of the spirit are they need to okay we're, there's, yes there's a lot of people on earth that need to know it's fruits of spirit but i'm just saying especially those in that target checkout line Target's not as bad as Walmart. Yeah, that's true. Not as bad. Anyway. So, I think the thing that's important is to realize is that that book literally contains everything that you need. And I think it's interesting because even in uh, Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, when um, Jesus is being tempted by Satan and Jesus says to him, man does not live by bread alone. He goes on to say, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And so essentially, like, you know, those words got turned into the Bible and everything. And yeah, well, that, yeah, that's why the Bible is called the living word of God. Yeah, and that's what we are supposed to spiritually feed on. You know, you're supposed to... Um, Pick out devotions. Pick out scripture. Um, it because I know there are some people who are like, oh, especially like new, new Christians. And I was like this a year ago. I was very intimidated to read the Bible because, for those of you that do not know, I just recently read through the Bible for the first time. Like I had only known Sunday school stories, and like that was the the premise of my knowledge. And so it was Veggie Tales for me for a long time. Yeah. If it, was, if it wasn't VeggieTales, I was like, mm, don't know that one. Yeah. <laughs> like, which 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 vegetable did what What now? silly songs with Larry was that again? 
<laughs> was that episode nine or ten? Um, but no, so I felt very intimidated when it came to reading the Bible because I was like, oh, it's a big book. Where, yeah, it's a big book lots and of big it, words. lots of big words and weird words and all all that th- stuff. And it was just very like, how? It's like, who's Habakkuk? I don't know who that is. So I'll just say what like I did to start out with. You get the most English plain, I will say like dumbed down version of the Bible you possibly can. NIV, basically that's like a basic. I don't know if they make an idiot's guide to the Bible. If so, then I needed it. But just get the, like the one that's going to talk to you in real language, you know, that you're going to understand it's not going to be, um, you know, all the weird words. Because, like, here's the thing. When you are a new Christian, you're like a little baby. And babies don't, like, know how to chew their food. And so you have to, like, start off with the formula and then with the baby food and then with the, you know, and then you work your way up. So why, as a new Christian, would you start out with, the what new king james version of the bible well like now now you got me thinking what tears or what so like are the actual dead sea scrolls like filet mignon is that what we're talking about like, is that the tear food we're talking about king james version is no. like a nice like sirloin no well i mean i guess maybe just, because I'm, like I once guess. you get up there like maybe you'll have money but anyway yeah but what i'm saying is like Get the easiest version of the Bible there is. Literally, you can Google it. NIV. Um, Message Bible is probably like lasagna. <laughs> you just like get it simple. Do not try and overcomplicate this, okay? And then this is just my opinion, but I started with Jesus, also because I have ADHD, and I felt like. I was going to get lost in some of those laws in the Old Testament. Somebody, if they, if you finish reading through those laws, please just let me know. Just give me the cliff notes because I'm still trying my best to get through this. But don't even look it's at a, me like you no, don't know what it's, I mean. It's, that's a, that's a very complicated, that's like a whole like another like month long of episodes there because you have... It's it's yes. a whole thing. I need a, I need a pastor to chime in on comments or something because there's a whole thing called uh, old covenant and new covenant. That's why it's called Old Testament, New Testament. Like I said, it's a whole segment. Like those laws, like whatever. I don't know. Come to our church. We've got somebody there that will be able to explain that to you. They're awesome. But what I'm saying is, like, I started with Jesus. I read the gospel because. And I think that was very powerful for me because it just to like, you know, after rededicating my life, um, being able to read through Jesus's life and all that he did and, you know, all he had done for me, for like me. Yeah. So I started there. Then I started doing um, reading plans. Like the Bible app has reading plans that will help guide you through reading through the Bible um, and all of that. So you don't like have to overcomplicate it. 
And you don't have to, like, read it in a day either. And, you know, you can take your time and you can do, like, a, you know, a year of reading through the Bible and stuff like that. And that's okay. Um, but the other thing is, is, like, I think that was very important, is surrounding yourself with people. So, like, don't eat alone, you know, don't, um, that's kind of sad. If, like, you go out to a restaurant and you eat by yourself, that's kind of sad. Yeah, don't go to Waffle House at 3 a.m. just by yourself. That's a little bit risky. That's not sad. That's risky. Actually, that's kind of like dinner and a show because you never know who's going to walk in at 3 a.m. to Waffle House. Yeah, but they're good people. I mean, depends on which one you go into, but like a lot of them, it's a Waffle Home. It's not a Waffle House. They make it a Waffle Home. If you are a Waffle House at 3 a.m., though, by yourself, I'm just going to let you know, anybody that walks in that door past 3, you invite those people to church. They need it. Andy's over here shaking his head. Yes, you can't see him, but he I'm is. I'm being caught wrong. I'm not being caught on record. <laughs> Andy's, uh, Andy's like, I'm not going to say I was one of those people along in it, but I knew a bunch maybe. of them. <laughs> maybe. Anywho, don't eat alone. It's it's um boring. And it's like, what benefit is that? So surround yourself with people who are spiritually feeding themselves as well and have conversations with them. I have a friend specifically who she we have recently just like started getting close. And I have to say that she is Andy will even attest to this. Andy has said she is such an answer to prayer. Like she is everything in a friend that I could have wanted because she pushes me spiritually. And don't don't say their name because I would never say their name. I was gonna. I was I, my my the gears were turning in my head. The little mouse is running on the wheel, trying to spin a joke out of this. Sorry. Um, oh, I thought you were gonna be serious for once. Andy said <sighs> that he likes it when I hang out with this friend because I am a lot nicer. I'm nice all the time. Though. I didn't say that. You did. M- maybe your mind filtered it that way. That's, <laughs> that's not how my words came out of my mouth. Okay, I'm going to text said friend and see because they were right there. But this friend will literally text me and I know that I can text them with like, hey, could you please pray for me? Or, hey, what did you, like, I read through this passage and I, you know, this is what God was really speaking over me and all this stuff and like, they're there just to have, like, a spiritual conversation, and she is so spiritually encouraging that I, I don't know if I would have stepped out in a few things and stepped out into faith if it hadn't been for her, um, just being that encouraging person. So, that's another thing is when you are spiritually feeding yourself, like, don't do it alone. There are other people around. That's why, being in a church community is so important because it's not about, you know, just, how do I want to say this? It's not like, and I'm not saying that going to church, like, 
for your pastor or for the message is important and blah, blah, blah. Like, yes, that's important, but it's the community that you get out of going to church is also just as equally important because having people, like-minded people walking with you and especially like when things get tough and having people to lean on and having people to um just be an encouraging you know what do I want to say sport if we're staying with the with the food analogies I will say that um what do you want to be marinated in do you want to be marinated in like you know just the trash of the everyday world or do you want to be marinated in like the lord's holy burn steakhouse sauce or something like that you know what i mean the yeah pe- the people the people that you hang out with you marinate with each other or the, you know people rub off on each other or you pick up other people's little ticks these things like yeah. that or you know how they talk how they speak um how reverent they are just all of their mannerisms so the more the more you hang out with these people the more you guys kind of like just mold together so if you're hanging out with your friends at church and you're all like-minded people believing for the spirit being kind to one another you know the golden rule i was a royal ranger um (laughs) if you're hanging out with those that have the same goal and the same aspirations for their life spiritually mentally and physically um then you it's gonna rub off on you too you're all gonna have the common same goal that's why it's good to be around people who are exactly like you like like like-minded and want to better themselves in the world that they're in and then they also have someone that they can help better themselves and better them themselves would be the word yeah better yourself and them just you know as a community together that's why communities happen people come together in in hope and love to bring the other person up not tear each other down yeah i love that i love that marinating thing yeah what do you want to marinate in some some craft barbecue or some nice, I don't know, what's a, what's a high caliber steak sauce? Mm-hmm. A1. No, that's, that's typical. Yeah. Yeah, that's typical. I don't know. But I do like that. What do you want to marinate in? But I mean, like, it is so good. Because have you seen that there's been, like, that little picture going around Facebook lately, at least on my Facebook, and it says, um, there was a man in the Bible healed not because of his faith, but because of who his friends were. And then, like, the, it, basically the point is trying to say, like, the people you are around are important. And it's so true. And I'm not saying, like, oh, only hang around with Christians and, and you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not saying, like, oh, say whatever to the rest of the world or to the rest of your friends. Like, kick the people to the road that don't. Um, believe the same things as you do and so I'm not saying that at all I have a lot of people I have a lot of friends I have a lot of family you know the um, ultimate the ultimate uh the ultimate command is to go and love thy neighbor yeah so that's what it is but there is also a difference in people you can fight in yes and uh people that you want to have an equal relationship to help each other stay accountable mm-hmm. yeah but ultimately love everyone yeah Yelly. Everybody love everybody. There was a a point I was making. Easter was last weekend. And Andy and I actually went into a local strip club to drop off Easter invites as well as some drinks and some goodies. 
um, to the ladies that were working that night. And the thing is, is like, there are a few people that were surprised that we were doing it. Um, oh, yeah, her, when, we walk, when we walked in her face, it was just like, okay. Oh, no, I meant, like, people in our lives that were surprised oh, that we were doing it. Oh, you talking about there, whenever we got oh, there. Oh, no, there they were shocked. But because, like, I think that, you know, they probably haven't encountered anything like that. And if they have, it's usually somebody that's condemning them, and that's not what I was there to do. Well, where did Jesus go? Here's the thing, though. I am supposed to invite them to church. I am supposed to invite them to a possibility of meeting and coming face to face and experiencing God and for them to know that Jesus loves them, he died for them, um, and all of that. Like I'm just supposed like I'm supposed to hold their hand and get them in the door. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not our job like, for convictions. Not I am there for a hand. Jesus will handle the heart. That's that's it, ladies well, and gentlemen. I don't. Said. I don't care where, uh, what you do, what you like. Okay, I love you. Jesus loves you, and like that's up to Jesus. Like me and him, we got this. Uh, we got this deal. Wavelengths. Yeah. Yeah. He knows. I'll take their hand. He takes their heart. Just gotta get free coffee and a seat next to me there's absolutely nothing better ever than that on a sunday morning right with free coffee and sitting next to me mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just staring at I'm, me no i'm just i'm because half the time I'm, i don't get to sit next to you you're right but okay <laughs> anywho okay back to being spiritually fed i think there's another very important point to make sure that we touch on when it comes to eating all the good spiritual food. Oh, all the stuff you don't want to eat. The green beans, Brussels sprouts. I love green beans. Oh, not Brussels sprouts. Oh, that's gross. Collard greens. All you southern people. Mm -mm. No, with your greens, mustard greens, collard greens. I don't understand that. No. Put it down. See, it'd, it'd be a very, it'd be a very fun um, topic to ask people to like comment what they think it relates to the food. Like uh, a tithing message is like what? What do you think it is? Like collard greens for some people? No, I think it's Brussels sprouts for Brussels some sprouts? people. We're no. in the south. You have to understand our audience. So a lot of our audience probably comes from the south, and down here they like y'all are another level with the collard greens, the mustard greens, the turnip greens, whatever they are. Shrimp greens. They have shrimp greens, too. I don't know. It's all weird. It's Lobster all gross. greens. It's all, all It's all what you marinate the collard greens in. Like I said, I take the hand. The Jesus takes the heart. By themselves nasty alone. That's fine. Jesus will sort them out. <laughs> There's none of that in heaven. I'm just letting y'all know now. I think an abstinence message would be like um, some type of like buffalo chicken. Like spicy. Oh, okay. I like yeah. what you did yeah, there. Yeah, I like what you did there. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But. A little spicy message. I think it's important that you eat a balanced meal. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it comes down to the food pyramid, like you said earlier. Um, but your body needs more than just protein. Your body needs more than just carbohydrates. It needs a solid amount of everything together. And if you're looking at your body as, you know, all the stuff you need, the carbs, even a little bit of fat here and there, some vitamins, protein, um, your spirit's the same. You don't need just 
one thing constantly. Because if you do that, then it's completely unbalanced. So you need a good mixture of a bunch of stuff. Yeah, so unfortunately, you can't just read, like, the good parts of the Bible that are, like, really awesome and speak to you because there's just, it's wonderful and it's beautiful and it's all rainbows and kittens and puppy dogs and all that stuff. Like, you have to go through the parts of the Bible that make you uncomfy. You have to go through the parts, a part of spiritual growth you know, comes from us feeding ourselves. And so part of that growth comes from personal conviction and comes from things, you know, going through the Bible and seeing like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't like be doing what I'm doing in my life. Like maybe there's something, you know, and I think it's important to really make sure that you're getting all of it you gotta eat that ghost pepper chicken and let it burn for a while yeah i mean because i think like even you and i there's been a lot in our lives that we have changed because after reading through the bible and through god's word like we've had to question ourselves on some things and we've had to change things and like that's good Like, it's not saying, oh, you're a bad person, blah, blah, blah. No, like, it's good. And it's important for growth. And so, read the Bible. If you're just starting, like, do what I did. Dumb it down. It's okay. Get the simplest version there is. Look for some devotions. Look for some Bible reading plans. Um, One thing I do now is the soak method so it's like s for scripture o for observation um a for applying and then um k for kneeling in prayer so it's like i would take when i was reading when i was like doing my reading plan i would take scripture like whatever in that verse like stuck out to me whatever scripture stuck out to me i would write it down that would be the s the o would be you know, how does it, um, like, what did, what did it mean to me? Like, how did I observe it? What do I think it meant? Um, and then I'd write that down and then the applying to my life. Okay. How can I apply this to my life? Like, what is, what is God saying in this verse that I can apply to my life? How can I, you know, make changes and apply this on the daily? Cause it's not just like, oh, the day you read it. No. And then kneeling in prayer is like, how can I pray this over myself and the people around me and, you know, just being very intentional about praying. That has really, um, see, look, I'm getting excited now. I'm like hitting my mic. Um, That's been a game changer for me. And so going through and doing that, like I, it helps me retain information and it's, it helps me stay accountable and it just helps me stay very intentional about what I'm reading and not just trying to read it and get through with it. Like, I'm literally soaking it up. So I really like that way. But anyway, it's fine. Whatever way works for you. I think it's really um, uncanny and coincidental about how a lot of like 
cooking methods line up with like just how you should live your Christian life soaking marinating you know marinating it's, it's weird but it's the almost, soak was an acronym it's an acronym but it's still the word I don't know yeah I mean it's just no, funny I how get they, that. it's funny how they all it's kind of all almost the same thing but in mm-hmm. different um contexts one would say it's just a little crazy I don't know there's a lot of like food food analogies that can be applied to how you read scripture and how you are it's almost like you're supposed to create a nice christian spirit inside of you it's almost like that's the plan almost <laughs> if, it's almost like that's the plan that's, it's almost that's the whole point um yeah, like i'm gonna bake a cake it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a i don't know what a chocolate cake chocolate cake what would a chocolate cake be i don't know you don't know but Patient, you can patience no no i don't know i'm gonna have to think on that but so yeah you can read through your bible do your devotions have a support um little community of people you can talk with and just be spiritually open with um you could listen to podcasts and get a little spirit snack and stuff um ha play on our yeah our little installment here um because that is what we are hoping that this is able to be for someone. Um, we're hoping that with these episodes of Spirit Snacks that come out, that these are biblical-based episodes and that it's there's going to be scripture mentioned. And it's just something for you to snack on and maybe go look up for yourself and get, you know, your wheels turning and just... Um, you know, indulge in for a little bit. And so you can do things like that. You can um, listen to preachers and pastors on YouTube, or you can look up, um, you know, evangelists or or other people like that. Um, And just whatever way works best for you, however is easiest for you to be fed, like go with it. It doesn't have to look like everybody else. You know, so, because at the end of the day, like, it's your walk. And if you're not, like, a morning person who is able to get up at 5 a.m. and, like, get joy out of being up that early and reading your Bible and all this stuff, like, it doesn't, ha- it does not have to look like that, okay? The point is having a relationship. The point is feeding yourself, no matter what that looks like. If you're a barbecue person and you eat with your hands and it gets messy, all right, right on. But if you're someone who goes to a fancy restaurant and eats with, like, eight different forks and they all, you know, like, the meaning for every single one, good for you, too. I still don't understand what they are. I don't either. It's like, they look the same. I, yeah. So, thank you for tuning in this week for this installment of A Little Spirit Snack. We hope you enjoyed it. We are so excited and we thank you guys for all the support we love you and we will see you next week god bless bye